Hey everyone, Deeply Discussing Dexter is coming to an end with Season 8, Episode 12, but don't deeply despair. We've got an all-new podcast starting up to take its place. The Deeply Discussing Movie Podcast takes the episode-by-episode style of Dexter and switches it with streaming movies. Every week, Aaron, Brooke, Zach, and I, as well as some new voices, will discuss a movie you can stream at home and then come listen to our discussion. At the end of each episode, we rotate to another podcaster to choose the next movie. It's like a 21st century book club, but with streaming movies. So you can subscribe to Deeply Discussing, the movie podcast, at its website, www.deeplydiscussing.com. You can do it on Apple Podcast or your favorite podcast provider. Watch the movie for the first episode of Separation, now on Netflix, and then come listen at DeeplyDiscussing.com starting April 20th. Again, the movie is A Separation from 2011, and the podcast is at DeeplyDiscussing.com. Now, on with the show. Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hey, hey. And today we're discussing Season 8, Episode 7, Dress Code. On this episode, Hannah was just teasing with the drugging. Zach killed fan favorite Cassie. Oh, no. And Masuka overcomes his fear of daughter boobs. What did you guys think of this episode overall? Brooke. Please well, lead off with this one, please. <laughs> uh, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, there are worse this season, but it's bad. Not much worse. The bar is very low. Yeah. I mean, it's like a big fat WTF, especially because of the first thing, the, the highlight that Dale points out is that Hannah just teasing about the drugging. Like, it's so stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid. Like, why do it in the first... It's, we'll get there. I just... I don't want to. It's We'll get there. It's final seasons have to end in cliffhangers every episode, even though there's no uh, payoff for them ever. Even if they never wrap None. them up. Yeah. This, this episode was so bad for so many reasons. Like, yay, Hannah's back. And also, here's Julian Sands, who we're not going to use. And... And here's Masuka's daughter's boobs, and he is just, like, there with them. And it's very weird and very terrible, and nothing good happens. <laughs> now, but you have to weigh the weigh the two sides of that there, which is, are daughter boobs the ultimate comeuppance? The ultimate, <laughs> uh, the ultimate anti-Masuka move? If we cared about Masuka, probably, but we don't. No, I mean, if we cared about, like, destroying Masuka, or, or is, is that like his kryptonite, his daughter boobs? See, I take it that they're trying to do some kind of redemption thing, like, oh, he sees the error yeah. of his ways because he has a daughter and she has boobs, but we don't care enough about Masuka to care about him having redemption. That's the first time he's thought about the fact that women might be people. So. Still scum. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, we we can look at it that way, or we can look at it as this is terrible, and why did they even do this? 
I reject the redemption arc. Yeah, I reject <laughs> your reality. Well, last episode ended with uh, Deb falling asleep to drugs and Dexter seeing Hannah say, hey, remember me, um, before he apparently blacked out as well. And he wakes up on the ground with his phone buzzing. It's vocal. She's glad that Zach Hamilton is still alive. Deb calls and Dexter asks her to come pick him up. By the time Deb arrives, she's figured out that Hannah drugged them. Deb is just starting to get over having asked Dexter to kill Hannah and just wants Hannah gone. So. Uh, yeah. A very weird start to this episode. Like, there, I don't know. It was just weird. It didn't make any sense. Well, does she just drug him and throw him in a field? Did I miss something? Because I really couldn't focus that's, on that's what she did. Like, what's the. What? What? That's it. One. That's all she did. Why? One, we're led to believe yeah. that she does this by herself. And Dexter is quite a bit larger than her. So I can't imagine she got him out there easily. But the idea was to get his attention. Did the drugging not do that? No. Um, eventually, she tells him that she was going to kill him. And that when he, when she saw him laying there she realized that he was the one and that she couldn't live mm. without him. And so she left him on the side of the road. Somehow okay, that's I, worse. I kind of remembered the, he was the one speech, but I totally missed the part where she was like, Oh, but I was going to kill you. And then he's like, Oh, well it's cool. I'm glad you didn't. Now we're going to be schmoopy again. A real come to Jesus moment for Hannah. True love. <laughs> Only true love. Jesus is Dexter. It's a real come to Jesus moment. <laughs> right. Uh, Zach shows up at Dexter's. Dexter tells him that they can't be seen in public. Zach tells him that Vogel told him about the code. Cassie and Oliver step out of Cassie's apartment for a night swim. Dexter tells Zach he needs to get a job, some cover better than a weird guy who lives with his mom. Dexter finds Hannah on the traffic camera near where he woke up. Dexter's computer makes all kinds of insane noises when it displays in this scene. It's like chirping and tweet. Uh, like it's a droid from Star Wars or something. Uh, Dexter calls. It's, it's, as I say, it's like the enhance moment from uh, Super Troopers where he's like, <laughs> enhance. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Dexter calls the rental company for the van that she was driving and gets a name, address, and phone number. Which I will say, very convincing. You know, you can call them up and just say whatever fake badge number, and they're like, yeah, sure, no problem. Let me just get all the information for you that you want in the world. It's like, God, good old Miami, you know? <laughs> Murderer's paradise. I mean, that's probably the yeah. most realistic thing in the world. That. That person at the rental company doesn't want to get hassled. They just want to go do their job and go home. So, like, yeah, here's all the information, dude. I don't care. Yeah. Well, he says it's for a hit and run. You'd think that they could look up on their records that there's no uh, mark of, like, a hit and run or anything wrong with the van that was returned or, like, you know, like, it's just, I mean, it's, it's simple detective work, but never mind. It doesn't make any sense. Quit using facts. Yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, there's no no end of of figuring that one out. Yeah. Sure. Just just as logical as the dump into the the field with Dexter. Uh Quinn will totally think about moving in with Jamie. 
Nikki, the <laughs> daughter of Masuka, says she overreacted to Masuka's check, and she has to work in a, quote, sports bar called Lucky Pete's. That this, seems legit. Of course, we'll come back. Uh, Dexter sees Hannah and a man in a suit kiss next to a big yacht. He follows. He tries to follow them in a, into a private club, but doesn't meet the dress code. Dexter calls Zach. Zach's dad is a member, and he can get Dexter inside. And how desperate are they really to come up with titles, by the way, to tie them in with the episode? That they're just like, hmm, what's something? Dress code, which it was like a two split second, and that's what they titled it. Yeah. It well, even what are they going to call it? Daughter boobs? <laughs> I mean, that would be better, but it's just like, <laughs> they're not even trying. They're just, it's like they're spinning a wheel of what's something we said in this episode? Spin? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I gave up on the titles a long time ago. <laughs> I, I mean, everything is illuminating. Great, I, uh, I got another one for you. Uh, miles and miles to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach keeps an eye on the mystery man, and Dexter confronts Hannah at the bar. She says her name is Maggie now. She's married to the guy, Miles. Miles tells Dexter that Maggie told him that Dexter ratted her out and got her put in jail. They leave. Zach asks if Dexter is going to kill Miles, but Dexter says he only kills people that deserve it. Dexter tells Deb about Maggie and her new marriage. Deb asks Dexter if he can be objective about Hannah, and they're interrupted by Harrison, who overheard and wants to know about Hannah. And there we have a, even though, to be fair, Harrison is a lot younger than original Cody, but we have that really badly. Hannah is here! Like, yeah. I'm nitpicking, but what are you expecting? Uh, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought too. Yeah, when he no. said that, I was like, "Yeah." They could have had him re-read or not re-read. He can't read, but say it again until he at least enunciates the right word. The Kids best, are trainable. The <laughs> best part of this scene is at the very end where Deb's like, "I didn't even get a hug," but Hannah gets all the attention, and uh, Dexter mentions that even he can't compete with uh, Rasta Mouse. Yeah. There is a show called Rasta Mouse, and that is amazing. Yeah, didn't you hear the dialogue from it? No. <laughs> there's like straight up a part where Harrison's sitting there watching TV, and there's this like, yeah, man, give me that cheese, man. It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that. Rasta Mouse yeah. has better writers than Dexter. <laughs> True. What kind of awful Jamaican accent is Harrison watching? And then they're like, oh, it's Rasta Mouse. Okay. Um, and then the next scene is, uh, Masuka and, and daughter boobs. Yeah. I got to wonder if, uh, if there's like a, um, I don't know, like a violation in terms of like food and breast and how close they can be to one another. Like if you're carrying a plate of wings out and it's like right next to the nipple, like if that's a problem for some- <laughs> Nobody else? Nobody else? No, that actually is an interesting question. And I mean, that's, I kind of, now I'm curious. I feel like I've never seen any, any like media depict uh, restaurant waitresses coming out topless and serving food. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anytime you go to like a strip club or something like that, the women that are like serving drinks and that stuff are wearing tops like their clothes usually yeah it's it's more like uh 
they're they're more in like the Hooters uniform than in the topless uniform. So yeah, and even places like Hooters, uh, that you know they they ha- they're covered up. So it's just weird. <laughs> like it's it was just a reason for them to show off Masuka's daughter's boobs. That's it. I'm just really thinking about this. This pl- <laughs> this place clearly had windows, so like, can the people outside see through these windows? <laughs> what, Good point. What is, what very what is happening here? <laughs> like, they right? nobody carded anybody coming in. There was no membership that was needed. They just came in and was like, "I want some wings and some titties." Like, <laughs> <laughs> just that simple. It's a family friendly. Right. Wings and titties restaurant. Yeah. So when I was nineteen, uh, I worked at Quick Trip, and I was a part time clerk. And they wanted I wanted to get put on full time uh, because you got better pay and better benefits and all of that stuff. They they couldn't find a position open for me at any store, and I started looking elsewhere, and I ended up getting another job. And like my last day on the job, my manager told me that they'd found me a full time clerk position. And I'd already found a better paying job than that. So I wasn't going to take it. But he's like, no, you've got to take this. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the quick trip right next to Hooters. <laughs> like they come in and get their cigarettes and their beers and shit after they're done with their shifts. You've got to go work there. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm going to go sit in the mall and make a lot more dollars an hour than that. So is that the bar? Like is that is that <laughs> is that what we all aspire to? Quick trip and Hooters. I mean, this is my, yeah. A nineteen-year-old with no prospects. It's a sounds like a pretty good deal, but all it didn't to me. All I could think of when you were telling me that story is an office space where Diedrich Bader was like, "What would I do if I had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> that's, that's all I could think of. It's like lowered fucking expectations. Well, it's, like, it's like the really nerdy guy that I used to work with, too, that uh, said, you know, I don't get what the whole thing is with Hooters. Like, I don't think their wings are that good. And we're like, dude. <laughs> it's not about that's the not wings. That's the point. Like, they're fucking yeah. expensive, but there's a whole other thing going on there. He's like, oh, just, yeah. All right. <laughs> I was just thinking of a quick scene uh, for this family friendly um, restaurant where the breasts are out. So the dad brings the son in, and then the waitress comes up and she's like, "Well, what can I get you to drink?" And the dad's like, oh, "I'll have a Bud Light and uh, milk for the boy." Nobody. Yeah, no, no, no I, I knew where you were going. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh. I was just waiting to see if you could pull it off, and you didn't. <laughs> No. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like you you were waiting you you were waiting for us to get the punchline before you actually finished the punchline. So That's true. you gave up I, on well, it before you even gave us a chance. Well, I'm I'm just tr- I'm trying to hit the same level uh, as the show, so I think I met oh. that bar. Well, yeah. I guarantee lactating into someone's food is not health code appropriate. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but most of them don't lactate, Zach. Oh, I don't know how boobs work. I just assume they all have milk in them. <laughs> We're getting anatomy who, lessons who today. Who does? They're great. such a mystery. That's crazy. I've never seen them. They're such a mystery. Huh. Uh, Deb talks to Vogel about <laughs> Hannah. Vogel tells Deb to trust Dexter and to try avoid incriminating Dexter by turning Hannah into the marshal service. 
Zach and his lawyer show up at Miami Metro and ask them to stop surveilling him. Matthews agrees that Quinn will back the fuck off. Dexter meets Zach in the parking lot. He tells him the first thing he has to learn is how to wait, control himself, and get the timing right. The end of that scene where he tells Batista that he's going to move in with Jamie? Yeah. Okay. He just like drops a bomb like, oh yeah, well, boom. I also like the fact that he says, uh, uh, he's like, Detective Quinn, do you have anything to say? I think he's guilty as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and Matthews is like, what what he was trying to say was... We're gonna yeah. back the hell off. I think what fuck yeah. off. I think what Detective Quinn meant there was yes, we are going to back the fuck out. Uh, Miles threatens Dexter with turning Hannah in versus losing her. So that's a scene. Dexter meets <laughs> Hannah at her greenhouse. Everything is dead. Hannah went to Miles after her escape and married him because Miles would give her a new identity and liked her. She wanted him to make Miles disappear, but after drugging Dexter. She realized that she still has feelings for Dexter. Dexter likes her too, but she leaves. So it's complicated. I hope those crazy kids get it figured out. We're we're right back to season seven again, guys. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Dexter updates Vogel about Hannah. She tells him to make or to take his obligation to Zach very seriously. Three guys jump Dexter and kick the crap out of him. Miles must have found out that he and Hannah met up. Um, Deb and Elway have a conversation in which they both uh, tell each other that they are sometimes dicks. That's the whole scene. Zach pounds on Dexter's apartment door until Cassie pops out of her apartment. Zach says to tell Dexter, fuck him. It's just a lot of, again, WTFs happening. It's just so much. You're just like, what, 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 what? I, it's almost hard to follow at this point. Well, it's it. You know, this is the first episode of the season with Hannah in it, so they're like having to do more exposition again. Like we have to get caught up on where Hannah is, and we can't have too much else going on. Because we have to get her all up to speed on everything so that she can be part of the whole Zach Vogel drama. Yeah. It's just it's just annoying. It's just like too much to to deal with. Like I get what they're doing, but they're doing it poorly. But we all knew that was gonna happen, so yeah. yeah. Or at least you all knew. I I mean, basically nothing's the happening. Time. They're just reestablishing a bunch of stuff that we pretty much know. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Miles confronts Hannah about meeting with Dexter. Miles tosses Hannah around and starts to rape her. Dexter arrives and finds Hannah has already killed Miles. Uh, Dexter assures her it will be okay. He'll take care of everything. I bring in somebody. They brought in every other person that they've wasted throughout the other seven seasons that's only been in it for like an episode or two, you know? His nephew works on the show. He's like, hey, will you do a scene? Do a, do an episode? He, he yeah, hey, you want to do a rape scene? Yeah. <laughs> do you, My favorite. Do you want to make out with Yvonne Strahowski and then like pretend to rape her for a little bit? 
Dimes. I mean, like... Sounds like a plan. Will I you pay guess. me? Yes. All right. You know, <laughs> you know what's weird is that I was um, I was watching uh, something the other day, but it was like uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan was in something, and I was thinking... He's done so many like rape scenes in every like because he's always playing a villain in everything he is in for the most part, and usually it amounts to like him raping someone in some way. But I feel like he's really, <laughs> in terms of like a person, very nice and a very nice guy and probably great to work with. But his he just it's he's, he put, gets put in these awful positions. So like, what does it have to be like to be an actor? Who like you know that like either you're always playing the villain who's gonna have to rape someone, or you're like put into these rape scenes all the time. Like that's gotta be, I don't know, psychologically affecting, right? Like, you would think. Why does like, everybody think I'm that guy? The ca- the casting director is like, hey, that guy has a rapey face. Yeah, hey. and it's a, like that's fucked up. <laughs> well, he's, you know? ty- he's typecast. <laughs> Absolutely. He's great. I think I, I really love watching him perform, but it sucks that he has to rape someone all the time. <laughs> but he's also done a lot of mushy love stuff and chicks dig him in other stuff. Like he was on, um, oh, that terrible medical show that every Grey's Anatomy, Grey's Anatomy. like everybody uh, loves him from Grey's Anatomy. And he was in a couple other terrible, like romance movies but so it's like half half typecast as the rapist half is like the best love interest so who knows i I feel like they 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 want to always cast a character that is accused or commits rape as someone that is attractive to women all things being equal so that it's not just like a complete creeper who's raping women because then there's no sympathy for him at all there's like no character there but uh that's you know maybe too deep of a subject for dexter dexter (laughs) 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 yeah i mean we we got into the weeds with daughter boobs already and (laughs) (laughs) i don't have any scenarios for rape i'm just not gonna go there (laughs) Probably good. <laughs> um, we cut to Dexter throwing a bag off his boat. Hannah says, so that's how you make people disappear. Deb watches them disembark. Hannah told Miles' crew that he went to New York for a few days. Dexter gets paged to a crime scene at his apartment building. Hannah promises to stay in town so they can talk again. When Dexter arrives, Cassie is dead in her apartment. Oliver shows up for their date and starts crying. Dexter wonders if Zach did it. Okay, let's put her apartment in quotations because she is next door, the apartment to the left of Dexter's, and she has windows on the right side of her apartment. Yeah, she is, isn't she? Yeah. As Zach walks by, she is. You're right. Yeah. Which is where we always saw Jamie going. No, no, no. There is an apartment between. There's an apartment between. It's it's not it's not very clearly shown, but the door to Dexter's apartment and the door to the apartment just adjacent to it that he also has, the doors are right next to each other, and her door so, is not. So when Zach walked by, he, he went by the other door. I guess I missed that part because I, I would, thought the yeah. same thing. He, he was sta- he was okay. standing in front of. Jamie's door or the daycare door. Either way, the windows wouldn't be there. Like right. <laughs> she's no, they, the- they obviously used Dexter's apartment set yeah. for her murder scene because yeah. 
he makes he even says when he walks in, this could be my apartment because it's like uh, arranged the same way. Like it's the because same. Because it is your apartment. Yeah, it's the same orientation. But yes, it actually is Dexter's apartment. Just different Pink. set design, different <laughs> set dressing. It, it, it just threw me off. I'm like, why are there so many windows in this place? She's to the inside well, of the see, apartment building. She can see straight through the daycare apartment and straight through Dexter's apartment to to the outside sun. So it's all double lots sided. Of, lots of one way mirrors yeah. involved. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You know I'm, That's why uh, she likes Jamie so much. She watches her shower every day. Oh. <laughs> I knew there was a reason Jamie was still in this show. Also daughter boobs. Um I um really I, I'm I'm <laughs> I guess uh, sister boobs. It would be uh, uh, for um, Batista. Uh, I am sad that Cassie's de- uh, dead because the, another friendship lost, um, and it's always sad to see friends go. But really, what dis- disappoints me is the fact that Dexter is now taken out Vogel, um, uh, and um, oh crap, what's her name? The his sister. I can't. Remember. Deb? Deb Vogel. <laughs> Deb. I. We've broken Zach. Uh, <laughs> You're like over three now, tonight, man. And now Hannah, I know I'm I'm terrible. It's because I haven't <laughs> done enough. I haven't done enough drugs today. And um, nor, I'm, normally I'm on a lot more drugs when I do this. Um, <laughs> so so he's taking out Vogel, Deb, and uh, oh shit, what's her name? Hannah <laughs> on the boat, but never God. Cassie. Even though he talks to Cassie about what he does with his boat, which I think is a very nice friendship moment. Am I am I getting anywhere with this? I think No. Uh, no. No. Okay. I'm not no. sure what's happening right now. You're, you may be getting yourself committed. I don't know about anything beyond that. You're making about as much it, I, sense as this episode. It might be the Dayquil too. The Dayquil does weird things mm. to me. So that's that's some different drugs. Good stuff. Uh this was directed by Alec Sakharov. He uh, was the DP on 38 episodes of The Sopranos, four episodes of Game of Thrones, including the pilot. This is the only episode of Dexter he directed, and he went on to work on Game of Thrones, uh, Ozark, House of Cards, and the forthcoming Netflix series, The Witcher. The episode was written by Erica Lazan Mittman, who previously was a writer on South of Nowhere. On Dexter wrote one episode for each of six, uh, season six through season eight, this is her last written episode of the series. Um, and she's gone on to work on Elementary and Timeless. What was the best line of the episode? And we're having to stretch so hard for this. Go ahead, Rostamouse. <laughs> Rostamouse. Yeah, man. Just bring in the Rostamouse. <laughs> even, even I uh, don't trump Rostamouse. That's, that's the best line. I agree, I agree. <laughs> I missed most of Rasta Mouse. Somehow I missed that. So I went with Deb saying to Cassie, just because you have to pick something. Dexter is not a mystery you want to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have one, so I'll just go with Zach saying, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt. The, how about the worst line of the episode? Daughter boobs. I didn't know you worked in a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> you, you didn't yeah, like that no. one? Like <laughs> Daughter boobs is the worst. Da- daughter boobs for sure. 
like Brusteron I've heard before. But just anytime Masuka Masuka coming to the realization that that daughter boobs are are best left unseen. <laughs> like, do you think? Icky, icky, icky. Yeah. Uh, performance of the episode. Yeah. Gotta give mm. it to Cassie because she died. I was gonna give it to Cassie just because, yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, it, I would give it to uh, Hannah, Yvonne Strahowski. I do love I thought Hannah. she was great in this episode. Like, Hannah's great. Uh, I I will give a nod to Cassie because she took the time to move all her shit into Dexter's apartment to <laughs> so she could dutifully be murdered there. But uh yeah, I, I gave it to Hannah. There was a shot somewhere in this episode, I think after she killed Miles, where she just gives Dexter this look and her her eyes start tearing up. And it's it's a pretty pretty strong moment for her. But I think overall she was good in this episode. Fine, Dale. Fine. <laughs> I'm sticking with Cassie. Thanks for You're listening. Not changing my mind. Thanks for helping with the episode. This has been Deeply Discussing Dexter. We'll see you on the next episode.